0: Of course, I understand that the gyms want to recruit as many PTs as possible. It's an additional service for their customers and a huge additional source of revenue for them. And what do the gym managers have to do to get this additional income? Near to nothing. It's a no-brainer for any health and fitness centre. Add this fact together with personal training becoming more mainstream and fitness and exercise science graduates choosing a career in personal training, It's not going to get any easier for you to get clients, create a highly successful business and make a bigger difference. It's actually going to get tougher. Therefore, it's never been more relevant for personal trainers to stay ahead of the game. And I don't mean stay ahead in terms of the latest fitness fads, exercises or exercise toys. I mean staying ahead in terms of how to market yourself, how to attract clients to you, how to keep the clients you've got how to charge a premium price for your services and do all that successfully and with ease and this is what this book is going to teach you. During the first few years as a personal trainer myself I believed the reason why my business was doing no better than most other PTs was due to my lack of qualifications or perhaps it was the training in the right course. For years I thought, if I could just find the one qualification that sets me apart from all the rest, I would get noticed, I'd instantly become better than all the other trainers in the gym. I'd stand out, I'd get more clients and make lots more money. So I'd study the next fad and spend hundreds of pounds and dollars on yet another course, only to find that nothing really changed. But then of course, suddenly up popped a new thing, the latest craze, and I'd say to myself once again, Maybe this training technique or exercise toy will make my business boom. So off I'd go once again onto a new course to learn aerobics, body pump, strength and conditioning training, powerlifting, spin, military fitness, kettlebells, power bars, power bags, Swiss ball, core conditioning, balance balls, TRX, crossfit. The list is endless and the creation of new systems seem relentless too. I actually found it quite stressful trying to decide what training course or product would make the biggest difference to my business. I eventually found out that I needn't have bothered with any of it. So please don't misunderstand me. Having an in-depth knowledge of anatomy, physiology and exercise and fitness is of course foundational and having a wide repertoire and knowledge of how to use certain equipment and exercises makes you diverse. But these typically have nothing to do with the reason why someone buys a personal training session from you. No matter how much I learned or what system or toys I used, my business didn't lift off. In fact, any money I did make in good months, I'd end up spending on more courses and scraping through the quiet months. I'd constantly be trying to find more clients to make more money. Some months would be busy and others less so. I'd have some good months where a few clients would buy block sessions but then when those sessions had finished I'd typically be left trying to find more clients to fill my diary. Chasing clients seemed constant. Even when my diary was relatively full it never felt enough because I knew it would soon quieten down in the holiday seasons or during school breaks for example. I now cringe at the thought of how much money I wasted on business cards, posters, flyers and adverts. So how does a personal trainer maintain a constant high level of income and attract clients to you rather than you having to actively go and find them and recruit them? This is exactly what the NLP and psychological techniques within this book aims to teach you. Whilst I was throwing money away and desperately trying to build a business and earn the amount of money I dreamt of I'd look around the same gym and see other PTs and coaches with basic qualifications attracting just as many clients as I was. I found it so frustrating. What was I doing wrong? Over the years I worked in several gyms and health clubs. Eventually, I ended up working in a prestigious private gym in St John's Wood in London. The hourly rate for a personal training session was £75. As an hourly rate, that was a lot of money. So surely I was making a good living at this point, right? Wrong. I found myself in virtually the same situation because guess who took 75% of the session costs? Yep, the gym of course. In this gym, each PT didn't have to pay a monthly rent, but the gym did take the majority of the session fees. To add to the pressure of working for myself in this close quarter competitive business environment,